What's up, guys? Welcome back to the New Wave Podcast. This is episode five. Um, I just want to start it off again by saying thank you to everyone who has listened. Um, and thank you to everybody who supported us so far. And like I said, we have big things coming, new art, new music coming on the way, new intro, all that stuff. Um, I hope you listened to the last episode. If you didn't, you should go check it out with Kaylee. Um, it was a great interview. We had a lot of good, um, good talking fun. And we have another special guest today. Our special guest, would you like to introduce yourself? Yeah. Hi. Um, I'm Savannah and I have been friends with Christian and Justin, our hosts for, I don't know what, four years now. A long uh, time. Yeah. No, no, it might be longer yeah. than that. The time yeah. is beyond me. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah. So basically <clears throat> we're um, three fourths of best friends, I guess. And then you got, I mean, you guys, you could count Troy too. Three fifths of best friends and Bailey. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Savannah is one of the most talented people that we know. That's just oh. straight That's just off it. the fact. Yeah, <laughs> if you don't know, which I hope you do, but if you don't, Savannah is a tattoo artist currently, and she's an amazing tattoo artist. So I just want to you know ask you what made you get into tattooing because I know you love art and you started that way. So what made you go into tattooing versus just doing regular art and other stuff? Oh. That's so sweet. Um, I okay. So I remember, like, I'm gonna I'm gonna set the set the scene here. So I want to say like eighth grade. I don't even know what year that was. Like 2014, 2015. I want to say around there. Couldn't tell you. I well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> the time. But I don't know. Growing up, like art is in my blood. Like my real father side of the family, brothers, mm-hmm. grandpa. Um, like my grandfather, he paints murals around the town where he lives he'll go to churches and paint like ceiling murals he'll paint for businesses and like he does the whole nine yards so I have literally grown up like I came out of the womb doing art and I don't know I've always been a pencil artist graphite you know just black Mm -hmm. and gray simple on paper that is like my my strong suit i would say painting and stuff is like fun it just frustrates me but Mm. (laughs) i I feel that it can be really like tedious but i don't know i guess one day i just started really paying attention to tattoos like on people you know like the like the fact that art can be on like a a a mobile canvas like a living breathing human Mm -hmm. and it's like i can put my art on people and ever since then i just I'm like, yeah, you know, that would be crazy. And, you know, people started to really latch onto that, you know, like my friends and I don't know, people I went to school with and everyone's like, you're going to be great. You know, like I, you're so doing my tattoos and, you know, like all of that. And then, um, blast through high school, you know, I just did like, I did drama. So I helped build scenes and paint them, um, like the sets for the shows and the plays and stuff. And then mm-hmm. about senior year. I had like a career crisis and I, (laughs) yeah, it was bad. So I ended up getting into SCAD, the um, Savannah College of Art and Design. I got accepted into it. And honestly, I just wasn't really (laughs) getting accepted was kind of enough. You know, I really didn't need to go there to like prove myself. I I don't know. I just kind of felt like, well, I got in. So what's next (laughs) kind of thing. Yeah. And it's very expensive. So I was just like, you know what? I don't, I don't need to prove myself to anybody else but me. So decided to go to Columbus Tech, our local technical college here, and be an esthetician. That bombed. 
like a dumpster fire. <laughs> it was yeah, <laughs> not for me. And then decided to go to the university here to be a, like a art history major or a um, like a architectural history, like preservation major. Mm-hmm. Um, hated it. I just hate school. Always have. And then I went to go get my tattoo on my shoulder touched up um, by a friend that I had worked with at um, an, a shop here. Um, it's senior year for my senior project. I did tattoos and stuff. So yeah, I went to go get my shoulder touched up by him. And literally he was talking to me about like talking about me to the owner. I mean, and taught, you know, showing him the things I had been practicing on like a little mannequin head and all of that thing, those kinds of things. So, um, literally it happened like overnight, you know, I was working at a restaurant. I was still at the university and then like overnight, he's like, well, you're our apprentice now. And mm-hmm. ever since then, it, I, I dropped out of two colleges last year, 2020, and quit my job at the restaurant. And I just decided to, like, jump on the wagon, like, full force. Yes, yes. Yeah. So, like, have you, like, ever thought about, like, not going back at all? Just just sticking to, take t- like, tattooing it the whole time? Like, like school? yeah. Um, honestly, I, I've thought about it, you know, I just hate school. (laughs) (laughs) Like I, I've never liked it from like middle school up. Like I just really didn't care about school at all. And, you know, I was, I felt like I was in school mostly for my parents, you know, they really wanted me to have uh, like education underneath me. And I I didn't care, you know, I just was not in it. I didn't sign on for like two weeks and, sorry, excuse me. And with like the whole COVID thing that happened, you know, it was mostly online and I hate being on the computer when it comes to school. So it was just not good. I understand that. I understand that a lot. Yes, I know you do. (laughs) (laughs) It's just, I don't know. You have to live to the expectations of like your parents and all that stuff and how they want to be better for you. But sometimes you just want to do something that you want to do and, be like mm-hmm. proud of like yeah. your art and your artistry and your vision and like just seeing I don't know just because you've tattooed me like I, I I enjoy like like you just putting your art artistry on my thigh like I don't know it's just yeah like, it was cool weird. wasn't it yeah it was so. it was it was really surreal like really like you know we knew each other in high school and we were like babies and then you know like years later I'm like actually tattooing you and soon to be justin even um david you know it's just like, yeah but hopefully it's justin because uh... yeah justin you need to get on that friend come on <laughs> hello justin mm. justin justin well, maybe something happened to his mic or something. I don't know. I'm not sure. Sorry about that, everybody. We had just technical difficulties then, but we are back. And uh, yeah, so tattooing me. Um, the thing about it is that at life right now, I'm just I'm not the happiest camper. You know, it's just trying to figure a lot of stuff out. I'm trying to figure out like day-to-day stuff that i feel emotionally 
And I'm trying to figure out why I feel that way and all that stuff. And it's really just deep. And I'm trying not to get down in the dumps, you know, mm-hmm. because there, there are things in my life that are better than a lot of people. And I try to think of it as like, I have it better than a lot of people, so I should be appreciative. And I am appreciative. But there are some days I'm just like, and it's just small things that happen. And I'm like, yeah. Well, part of that, you know, like what you said about, you know, I, other people have it worse than I do, which is true. But you can't invalidate your own your own reality and your own human experience and your feelings because they matter because it's your life and your reality. And it's just as valid as anybody else. Yeah. that's how yeah. It's, just, it's just the simple stuff. Like back in the day when I was younger and obviously when I was a kid, I had a huge imagination and I was fine by myself mm-hmm. and like playing by myself. No, that's not weird. Playing like, <laughs> like, <laughs> Just playing sure, like in my yeah. room. <laughs> oh, sure. Sure. I yeah, was a good yeah. child. Unlike you, sir, you damn addict. Yeah, but, mm. but, <laughs> but I used to, I had a little basketball hoop in my room. So I used to play that in my own little sports league in my head. I used to be fine playing the game by myself. And back then, I didn't have Wi Fi. So I didn't know about online gaming and all that stuff. So it was just me playing by myself the whole time. And I was fine with it. Yeah, but the thing about it, like, and now, appreciative to have the friends I have and all that stuff. But when I'm like, why does it feel like when I try to meet somebody new or talk to somebody that I and then I end up liking them as them or like trying to grow a relationship, it just feels like I want to talk to them a lot, and I don't want to feel that if like it could just be starting out, and I'm just like, wow. I really want to talk to this person, but they don't necessarily, you know, not people are busy, but mm-hmm. they don't necessarily want to talk to me. And I'm just like, or they just don't have time per se to talk to me. And I'm just like, well, they don't deserve your time then. Yeah. Well, fuck you you I want to talk to them so bad. You just you need to find I'm someone saying? else. Yeah. At that point. So I'm tired of finding other people. I, I mean, that's what you got to do. Though, just... what, who, like if no one wants to like appreciate your time, then why should you give your time to them? I like people, though, man. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. See, you're the opposite of the rest of us. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Actually, I'm... okay, you like people. I like to, I don't know about me. I like to help people. Like, if I could yeah, me too. solve a big problem, like a world problem, like if I could just solve COVID, climate change like that, I'd do it. If I could solve, like, hunger like that, I'd do it. But I try to want to help everybody that I can help. Right. You know what I'm saying? In certain I'm the situations. same way, yeah. And I feel like Murph over here doesn't like <laughs> I don't think that's true. It, it takes... No, no, no. It, it depends. It depends on the person, for real, for real. Um, I would, like, if I was, like, Superman, I would save literally everyone if I could. But, um, I don't know. Just some people irritate me. Some people just, you know, just <laughs> don't mm-hmm. make sense of why people do things and stuff like that. I don't know. Like, yeah. Yeah, just, I used to feel that way, too. Yeah, it just, I don't know. It takes time. It takes time with other people. Um, I like to be alone. Sometimes I don't. It, it's, it's back and forth. I don't know. I feel that. Like we all when, need to recharge. Yeah, I feel the mm, same way. It's like yeah. one day you want to tweet all, you know, you just want to tweet everything you think of. Like, mm-hmm. just, and then another day you're just like, I want to delete the app. I just don't want to, I just want to disappear from, uh, you know what I'm saying? And that's like, good. Is, that's yeah. healthy to do. You know, I I ended up deleting like TikTok and once a year, you know, I'll 
Not, you know, not so much since I started tattooing, like we talked about, because it's more of a marketing thing, you know, I do like Instagram and Facebook a lot for those purposes, but at the same time, I feel like those apps aren't nearly as, I hate this word, but I'm just going to use it for the sake of like the, you know, the common denominator, but toxic, Uh, you know, mm -hmm. and just like the negativity and like TikTok was one of those for me, like it drained me and made me feel so just like, like I don't, I don't know I don't want to say like bad because I it was almost just like it like a drug like it was addicting but at the same time it made me second guess myself it made me not trust my own decisions because you know all of these like limiting beliefs and everything and the, the don't even get me started on the toxic positivity and cancel culture yeah I will, oh my god so social media in general is just I don't know kind of getting to me these days I don't know yes it's just, I'm yeah. the same yeah it's just like the limitations like just trying to live up to everybody's like i don't know your ideal of like how you're supposed to look how you're supposed to talk how you're supposed to like act like that and then the cancel culture about how you can't do this and da 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 da, and just like just well um i wouldn't like david dobrik just a second ago but um just like how like we all know what happened to jeff right just Jeff. I saw Jeff that, Riddick. but like yeah. I don't really know much about it. I saw like a little thing. It said something about D- David Dobrik was like involved in it, but I have no so idea. What basically, happened. they were at this place, and they had a rope set on um one of like the little crane things that I forgot what the like construction name for it is, but it was like the thing that digs out the dirt or whatever. Okay. So they had a rope hooked onto that, and they were spinning the crane around. And it would swing the person that was on the rope. Oh, my God. And they were, like, on the water. So it was, like, you know. It was, like, three feet of water. Yeah. But David ended up controlling it when Jeff did it. And uh, from what I read, you know, I can't be because I don't know everything. But from what I read and saw, Jeff ended up getting injured from David doing it because David started doing it really fast. And, Mm. you know, for the vlog and stuff, try to, yeah. So basically, mm -hmm. yeah. So he, David, basically stopped the machine, and then Jeff hit the machine and like got knocked out. Oh my god! His whole face was bleeding. Everything was like messed yeah. up, like bad. Yeah, and okay. it's just well, yeah. I, don't I mean, know. I like I get it. That's very careless and very like negligent. But they're dudes, man. Like they're they're gonna do stupid shit, especially if there's a camera rolling. You know, like mm-hmm. I don't know. People want to sit here and like just because celebrities have a face they have a name it's like automatically they're not human they're not allowed to be human they're not allowed to make mistakes like yeah that was dumb as hell and i hope that guy's okay but at the same time like uh, you know it just that kind of thing is what i kind of what i mean about like the the toxicity of it is because when dumb shit celebrities they're humans they're gonna do dumb shit they're gonna slip up and then, you know, people just eat at them. They're, they're keyboard warriors. And they sit behind there and then they just yeah. they go after them. They're like, we, you're canceled and you're canceled. Like Jenna Marbles and that all that, you know, BS yeah, that, really that happened. Yeah. I mean, there's very controversial things about Shane and James and James Charles and stuff like that, which I'm not going to get into. But, <laughs> but <laughs> you know, no, you're good. Go ahead. If... If you deserve it, you deserve it. There are certain things that I see, and I understand everybody deserves a second chance, you know. Um, but there are some people that I try to give everyone the benefit of the doubt. There are certain mm-hmm. situations 
Right. Um, but this is like he's done multiple things, and this thing is a new thing that has come out because Jeb mm. about it. So this is something new that has come out of plus of what he did, you know, the video with Seth and Big Nick. Like I'm not one mm-hmm. to speak on it because everybody is different, and I don't know the man personally at all whatsoever. Right. So I can't really, you know, say what he did. But if those things are true, then I mean he does deserve some type of, you know, I'm not gonna say cancel because I don't agree with cancel culture or none of that. Like a he does deserve some, yeah, like a little bit of, you know, I can see him losing some some views or some whatever off of it. But I mean, he already got that. Right. He already got money. So, but you really need to self assess. I'd say, you know, and I'm exactly not the best and like to speak. like you said about losing views and stuff like that. That's like a repercussion, you know. Like, yeah, yeah, you messed up. So you know, of course, people are gonna backlash. Of course, people are gonna be upset. But then the other people that aren't, it's like, okay, well, you know, just accept that you messed up and move on and try to do better next time, you know? But then my thing is, like, people go to the extreme and they're like, oh, he messed up one time. He's canceled. And it's like, oh, my God. Yeah. And there's just, yeah, there's a lot of people out there that just sit there and they want to type and think it's going to be, they can say whatever they want to say and everything. And that's that TikTok's one of those apps. I mean, TikTok's funny. Um, but yeah, I don't really feel like I'm addicted to it. Like I don't even sometimes yeah. like honestly, like, but I'll just be sitting there bored and I'm like, you know what, TikTok. Now, if I was addicted, I was addicted to Vine. I wouldn't say addicted, but I was on that. I was on that app a whole lot. Then, mm-hmm. but with Instagram and like you said, it's promotional Instagram. Uh, not so much Twitter because a lot of people don't see the stuff on Twitter or interact with stuff on Twitter. So I try to not you know as much post on there because it's less likely and i don't really use facebook like that so it's like instagram and snapchat are more promotional right now because I, mm-hmm. if i had to choose because i'm going through a period where i just I almost want to shut almost like just all the social media down but i don't want to do that but i know i want this podcast you know and i you know i wanted to work yeah. and i wanted to continue getting out there to you working on it and improving it you know i'm saying so i can't just sit there and be like ah Forget the podcast. Exactly. (laughs) But that's where, like, you know, like, self-monitoring comes in. Like, I kind of do the same thing. You know, I'll kind of, you know, I'll still post my tattoos. I'll still post and stuff, like, once in a while. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, you just have to have, like, the, the, like, the the motivation to be like, okay, like, I really got to be conscious and, like, you know, just limit it. And even if, like, you start seeing things that start, you know, to drain you and make you feel anxious or make you feel even worse or, you know, things like that. Like, yeah. as soon as you start to feel those things, just lock your phone and, like, go go play Xbox for a while or go on a walk or go drink some milk. Like, I don't know. Just something that will, like, ground, <laughs> you know, kind of, you, you know, milk, Fair water. Right. Drink your water. Yeah, I just try to like have like a routine every other day now. So mm-hmm. I, I I work out now. That's cool. Um, go to work every other morning now. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's very hard. Honestly, it's hard. You know. Um, and then I don't know. It's just I, I try to take off social media, but it's mostly just Twitter. That's literally it. Snapchat. I'm kind of annoyed of, and uh, Facebook. I really don't care. And yeah. Uh, instagram is just there sometimes i just scroll and then get off it um, just it just hits me and i try not to i feel like for me i base too many of my opinion opinions i base too many uh of what i want to do 
because but I've always been the way if I'm gonna do make a decision, I mm. think about everybody who it impacts. Like, how is this gonna impact so and so or so and so? Like, if I decided to just up and leave and move away, like, how is that gonna affect y'all? Like, how is it gonna impact y'all? How's it gonna impact my family? You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't mm -hmm. just make that decision. It's just not in me to make that decision. But I'm trying to be better on like doing the things that I truly want to do. Yeah. And and really just pushing myself to be that person because a lot of the time I'm always catering to somebody else and what somebody else wants, you know what I'm saying? And try mm -hmm. to just be flexible and even with new people. So I'm just trying to do what I want to do more right. and just be out there. Yeah. Yeah. I, but, yeah. I mean, I, I feel the same way. Like, you know, when it came down to this big healing journey that I've, I've been going on with like, um, like ROCD and you know all that stuff if you don't know much about it then it's a whole other story for another time but it's a you know it's a basically a branch of OCD and obsessive thinking and it targets your relationship and it is very painful very hard very 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 hard but at the same time it is one of the most awakening things that I've ever come out of and I've ever went through as painful as it is but even in like with that, your your mind is so your mind's actually very innocent as much as we, you know, it attacks us. Like I always say, why would you believe the only thing that tells you it's the smartest thing in the body? You know what I mean? It's kind of like, OK, but <laughs> I don't know, like when it came to social media and all of that, I would get on it to ignore all the uncomfortable feelings or I would. If you know what confirmation bias means, it basically means that you're subconsciously seeking an answer to verify your fears and your false beliefs. And I was, it was getting bad. Like TikTok was the worst. Like spirituality was a big trigger for me. Um, seeing the word break up or divorce or like anything like that would send me down a spiraling hole. And, you know, in, you know, you would see things like, People on social media, they don't show you the real stuff, the real messy, just uncomfortableness that is life and that is relationships, like mm -hmm. the real stuff. You know, we grew up watching Disney movies and we grew up being fed all these false beliefs. And one of the big one is that if you have anxiety, that means you should leave. Or if you're having doubts, that means you're not with the right partner. And don't even get me started on that, but before I get down the rabbit hole I'm trying to say is that social media for me was literally debilitating like it was it was confirming all of these things these um limiting beliefs in these old behaviors that I had learned growing up and um my you're basically just rewiring and social media was really really affecting me in that sense and I've had TikTok deleted for like I want to say like almost two months at this point and I I literally have felt so much better because you don't see a lot of that stuff like on Instagram and Facebook like it's a lot of like you said promotional things like marketing and mm -hmm. you know it, it doesn't nearly if anything there's more support on those apps and there is on TikTok you know because it's like you don't need anybody to like you don't need absolutely anybody but yourself and you can't rely on other people and I personally heavily disagree with those statements yeah i do too I, I disagree because i'm like 
And this is just frankly honest. It ain't no because y'all here. I don't know what I do without y'all sometimes. Like, I don't because, like I said, I used to be able to just not, you know, have anybody around all the time. I used to be fine. But now it's like, if y'all weren't there, I don't know what I'd be doing. Like, I wouldn't know who I tell mm-hmm. stuff to. And obviously, I have, you know, my mother and family, but like, I don't know who I tell stuff to. I don't know who I talk to all the time until, like, right. like, and even though like, you just got to have those people in your life that are around you. And I know no matter what, y'all are going to be there and y'all going to be solid. Like, I don't have to worry about y'all, like, 20 years down the line, be like, ah, I hate you and just stab me in the back. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't have exactly. to worry about that because like, I fully trust y'all. And like in certain situations, and I'd like putting my life on the line for any of y'all. So it's like y'all, like I care about y'all. So it's like I know I don't have to worry about that with y'all. And so you need those people in your life. And a lot of people, oh, you you can be independent. You don't need to talk to anybody. You'll be by yourself. But the thought of being just by yourself with nobody to talk to is just—it's depressing. Yeah, because I even now like. I talk to Christian all the time, and he probably, I know it gets on his nerve, but I'm like, I have this fear that I won't find anybody to fall in love with. Like, that's just, that's that's what it is. Like, I, I have a fear. Like, right. it's just there. Like, as, as bad as it seems, and I don't want it to be that way, and I like to think, and I like to trust and believe 100%. Oh, there's somebody's out there for you, you know, when the time comes. I want to believe that. I try to, but then the more interactions I have with people that are considered, you know, potential relationships or could go somewhere, or even friendship, it just ends like real quick. Like mm-hmm. nothing really forms of it. So I'm like, if this is the way it is, then I'm will I ever find some, you know what I'm saying? Right. So it's just like I, I feel that way about relationships. So imagine just not having any friends to talk to or none of that stuff. That really And yeah, yeah. we're like we're our our species. Like we are we're literally wired to connect and share connections and intimacy. And I don't mean like just, you know, like sexual, I mean like emotional mm-hmm. intimacy with like people. And like, I understand, you know, like, and honestly, in my opinion, I was there, you know, I was that toxic independent, like I got hurt, you know, I got hurt by someone who I <laughs> at the time thought was like the end game. And yeah. I got hurt by them like out of nowhere very quickly. And it really like, like rocked my world kind of thing. Like it really turned me completely around, but it's also made me who I am today. It it was necessary to happen and I accept it. I'm very grateful for that. But like I, I turned into that person for a little while and I was willing to even drop Sarah, you know, my best friend, I was willing to drop anybody that was going to get close enough to cause me harm emotionally. It, I was so protected and locked off from that. And like, take it from someone who was literally in that to where I was like, I don't give, I don't get, I don't give a shit about anyone. Like, I don't care. I'm independent. I don't need absolutely anybody. And that is, it is so painful. Like I can't even, begin to describe like interdependence is the key content Mm -hmm. is the key peace is the key happiness is not the key because happiness is an emotion that will come and go but once you find that interdependence that sweet spot where like it's okay to need people like it's okay to need each other like i need you guys 
Like mm-hmm. I need Bailey. Like I need my sisters, you know? And that whole, you know, BS about people being like, you don't need anybody. You need water and you need food. It's like, oh my gosh. It's just from someone who's literally bit was so deep into it that I thought I wasn't going to come out and that mm-hmm. I wanted to push everyone away. Like I wanted to lock myself in a box forever. Like it was so lonely and it was so awful. Yeah. What about you, Murph? Uh, well, <laughs> <laughs> you were going in. I was just listening. I was like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh my god! Mm-hmm, you were yeah. Every display and, uh, yeah. Um, I mean, there have been like some lonely times. Um, in my life, like um, mostly like last year during the pandemic. Um, it was mm-hmm. it's pretty bad. It was pretty bad. I really, I really, I don't know. I really wanted, I don't know, to someone, someone to be with a. Someone to truly like, I don't know, love me and I can yeah. love them back. But I don't know. Yeah. My year was very tough. Did not like it at all. Uh, right. It's just, uh, I don't know. But I, I, I've i come to a point in time where I'm just like trying to like most, mostly like focus on me, myself. Like, I don't know. It's just trying to like come to the expectation of just me being worth it. And mm-hmm. I don't have to like mm-hmm. not... I don't know, prove anybody to prove to anybody that I'm like less than or anything like worse. I don't know. Just exactly. Yeah. Be better and become like more, I don't know. I don't know. Just just get rid of like my insecurities about, you know, me and, and just yeah. everybody else and just yeah, I don't know. It's just you no. Know. It's trying to like stop being less awkward. Like, I don't know. Being in this, like, being in this podcast, I don't know. I'm just talking to everybody. I keep saying, I don't know, but I truly know, like, what I'm talking about. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I just yeah. said it again. Yeah. Just, yeah. yeah. It's that's just gonna just keep you, going. Yeah. Oh, shit. Well, that's yeah. like a big thing, too, is, you know, connecting with your higher self and, you know, just growing into yourself. But I want to share something. That that I've learned and I used to being, oh my gosh, literally when I met my partner, the person I'm with now, Mm -hmm. that you guys know and love, (laughs) but Bailey, but um, when I met him, I was at my lowest point I'd ever been in my life Mm. and you guys might not have known it, you know, like I know we're really close friends, but we, I don't know, we share the good times. We talk about the low stuff, but at the same time, like, I feel like we could all really get to know each other if we went into things we went through, but that's a different conversation. But anyway. Later in life. I feel like y'all yeah. knew the deepest part I was at. I, I, think, I mean, I don't I don't think we all, like, know oh, everything. Oh. We don't know yeah. everything, yeah. We but, definitely don't. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, I was at my lowest point, and he literally started loving me at that point like he thought I was enough just like that and Mm -hmm. it's you know I was like I was under this big impression that I had to be fully healed before I was with someone I had to have all my ducks in a line before I was capable of being with someone as great as him Mm -hmm. and that is completely untrue It, it it does not exist you know Working on yourself is one of the most beautiful and enlightening things you will ever do. And it's also one of the hardest things you will ever do. And you can learn, and not just relationships, you know, but 
people around you, your friends, your coworkers that you might be close with, your parents, like relationships in like the broad category, you find yourself, you heal yourself when you find those people that allow you to have that space to find yourself. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, a lot, I just don't want you guys to think that you have to be a certain type of way in order to be with someone that you might cross paths with, or, you know, that might be like a, a factor of like, you know, pumping the brakes. Like if you meet someone, you're like, well, I'm not where I need to be. It's like, you can get there if you choose Mm -hmm. to pursue that person, like you will get there as long as they don't drag you down. They're not abusive. You know, all the typical things that don't need to be said, but you find someone that mirrors you, man, you will start to experience things that honestly you won't be able to even see when you're by yourself. Like you will, sometimes people will shed light on things that you had no idea was even wrong with you or that you might need to heal or improve. You know, we, we find ourselves through people. We connect to ourselves and our higher selves through others. Mm -hmm. I think that's one of the most beautiful things I had ever learned within like this whole past year. Yeah. I just feel like, uh, uh, you got it? You got it? You got something to say? No, you can go. Oh, ahead. okay. I was just <laughs> I feel like I feel like I don't want to be the person that wants a relationship so bad, so I try to rush into something or just rush into somebody, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Overthink it. Like I've tried to manage that the to my best ability because I'm like, I don't do I really want to be in a relationship or is this just me wanting because I, I know I I do. Let me say that. I want somebody like that special connection with somebody, but it's more of the fact that who that person would be or should be or could be like, am I really wanting to be with this person or am I just wanting to be with them? Cause I want to be in a relationship. You know what I mean? Like I have to look at it outside of the perspective of, do I really like this person or is it just, Oh, you have been in a relationship for so long. You haven't, you know, done this so like, do you, you know, just go at it because it's, you know, you don't know how many chances you get, you know what I'm saying? So it's just, that's mm. what's tough battling. But I really feel that if I do end up staying single, which you won't, then but carry on. It is just how things will shake out. And that's just, and I can't focus on that. I can't let her. Wanting to be in a relationship be my primary focus of what I'm doing now. You well, know? no, but like going back to that, you have to also see it as is it a de- is it a defense mechanism? Are you sabotaging yourself, and are you trying to protect yourself from something? Or because I, you know, there like like you said, there is kind of a fine line of well, do I just want to be in a relationship for the benefits, or do I want to be with this person? There's kind of a fine. There's a there's a beautiful balance in the middle of that. There's nothing wrong with either side of those. But you know, you like you said, you got to step outside and look at it like, okay, well, you know, I got to make sure that I'm kind of not just chasing the potential, or I'm not chasing like how they make me feel because. That is very detrimental, I will say. Yeah. You know, you have to do all those things. But at the same time, if you meet someone that you're interested in, of course you want to be with them. You know, like 
if you didn't even think about wanting to talk to them more, if you didn't think about, man, I wish I could speak to them more. I really enjoy talking to them. Like those little things that that's attraction, like that is like interest and that that's what built relationships build off of. I don't so, like attraction. <laughs> Wait, what? What? So I don't like it. So it's like, it's like the energy between that and managing that. Like, it's kind of, I don't know where I saw it from. It's kind of like, you know that you, you don't, you don't want to feel that way, but you, you can't do anything because that's how your heart feels and that's how your emotions are. So you can't really do anything about it. That's how you, your heart feels and that's what you want. But in your head, you're like, I know I shouldn't feel this way towards this person. And I don't want to feel this way towards this person because I know that they don't feel the same way towards me. But my heart is just like, mm-hmm. ah. I want this person because I just like, I, I just want this person. You know what I mean? So that's, that's the big thing. Yeah. At the but. same time though, you can't, especially like if you have to question whether they like you or not, that's your answer. That's, that's all that there is. If you have to, if you're kind of like, I don't know where we stand like, I, I'm really not sure if they feel the same way. If someone wants to be with you, they will make it clear, crystal clear. It will be known. Yeah. And it, it sucks. Like, it, it's, a, it's an awful feeling, you know. And I completely sympathize with that. It's very, very frustrating and painful. But at the same time, look how young we are, you know. Like, we have time. Plenty of time. And plenty if you stay true to yourself, like... You're going to find someone that vibrates your energy right back to you like you won't even imagine. But with also with that, when you said, you know, your emotions, what would they want? Emotions come and go. Feelings always will come and go. And if you chase something that makes you feel good, but then you're turning around your brain's like, well, I don't really actually know if they like me or not. The energies, I'm really not getting the energy back that I'm giving. You know, you kind of have to bring in some logic with it, too, you know, because you deserve way better than that. Yeah. yeah. Slap that energy. Yep. Slap it. In the ass. <laughs> <laughs> like, if a girl just, you know, I don't know, knocked me, well, huh? punched me in the face. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Is that what you're I mean, into, or like? That's what I was, he likes pain. He do, yeah. yeah I do like, like pain. I do. I do. Statist. Like pain. When, that, when you uh, tattooing that man, he was just smiling. Like he, I was. I was having a good time. With him. <laughs> yeah, he was being a little creep about it. It tickles. <laughs> yeah. It's like not what? That it's not that bad. I'm like, just sitting there looking at him like you. You good? Like you ain't hurting at all. He's just like it tickles. And then when DJ got his tattoo, that man was just wincing and Chris was just smiling. I'm like. <laughs> wow. Everybody, yeah. Everybody feels it's just, it just feels good. I don't know what you want me to say. So y'all have like uh certain things that you do to make you feel better in a certain situation oh, that's oh, like you can't control. You know what I'm saying? Yes, that's like, called that's a compulsion. Like, yeah. Um probably like watch a whole bunch of movies. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's probably it. Or like take a drive. That makes me feel better. Take a drive oh. and listen to music. Yes, I love doing that. Um Probably, I don't know. Pooping, pooping is great. Pooping, I, it makes you feel so much. It better. really does. I agree. When you're nervous, you just poop, and you're like, Whoops. yeah, yeah. Sitting on the toilet by yourself is 
very beautiful. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's oh, peaceful. It's like it's a time you get by yourself until my leg falls asleep. Then that's a problem. Oh yeah, the static. Yeah, that's then bad. It's time to get up. Yeah. It's time to get, it's time to get up. Yeah. I'd be hopping down and having to walk down the stairs with one foot. Yeah. Like it's stressful. Kind of got that from when I got really depressed mm-hmm. when I got my heart broken. I was like, okay, that was like the first time. Sec. That was my second time feeling heartbreak. It was my first time feeling depression from it. It's awful. Because my first heartbreak was when the Falcons lost the Super Bowl. That oh shit, bro. Oh. Jesus, bro. Jeez. That <laughs> so was in your sports. Oh, my God. It tore me to You got to think. I'm a lifelong player. I, I, yeah, it tore me to pieces. My second heartbreak was actually a relationship. Right. And got my heart broken. And I was in here. I was like, okay, I was in college. Actually, I was at home at first. And then I was like, okay, you can do this. You're, you're fine. And I got a Red Dead Redemption, like, the day of or the day after and i was like okay this is fine i can play the game i'm cool i don't feel anything but then once you start to realize everything you do reminds you of that person if you're mm-hmm. really in love and i think that's what it is you like i was really in love and i was like dang mm-hmm. i everything i do it'd be some puppies does she have a puppy but i'm sitting here like dang what if we had a puppy <laughs> together you know we could have got a puppy and then all yeah. that. like it just hits you of all the stuff you remember all these little things and Part of yep. what I learned is like you remember all the happy moments. You don't remember the negative stuff when you break up. You remember all the happy moments and the exactly. positive things that you have. So you got to keep in mind that there's there's negative moments that led to that point. You would be at that point. Exactly. But during that time, you're dep- you're clouded with depression. Your uh, love is blind. So it really hit me. I'm like, okay, I can't really play the game as much as I would want to, and I didn't have the urge. And the saddest part about all of it was. Not only did I not do the stuff to make me happy, none of it did or would make me happy. Yeah. Like I could sing at the moment and I loved it. It wouldn't make it didn't make me feel better. I could play the game. It didn't make me feel better. Nothing made me feel better because it was something that I couldn't control. Mm-hmm. And do I had you, to deal with it. And do you like, know why that that's like a you that was a key word you said was control. Yeah, because if you, if, mm-hmm. no, sorry, go ahead. Like I feel like if you can control the situation, you feel much better about okay. Like ah, at least I can worry about this or worry about the thing because we I think we focus on a lot the things we can control. Yep. And the things we can't control, we just try to ignore them or make sure that they don't happen. We try to control something before the thing we can't control to try to control the thing we can't control. Right. If that makes sense. You know it does, and it's it's actually something I'm going through as well and learning and the biggest thing that I've learned was I am a deep set perfectionist like to almost to like the point of it's it's ruining my life or it was at Mm -hmm. that point anyway and honestly the only thing that is certain in life is uncertainty yeah I, and I think, it's just mm-hmm. oh no, no no you're sorry you're fine it the honestly <laughs> that scares the shit out of me like every time i hear her or even say those words yeah i get a pit in my stomach like and i'm trying to accept that but when it comes to emotions you have to you have to let them happen mm-hmm. you know you have to yeah. it's like holding like a child that's you know distressed or you know is crying you have to let them process because if you just try to ignore it and like you said, you try to like make yourself feel better. You try to control it before it happens again. And then, you know, it creates this deep set fear and this deep set 
like defense mechanism of like, okay, well, if I do this next time, then this won't happen. And, you know, it starts to set up all these expectations. It starts to set up a lot of people say it's called shoulding yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, it should be this way. It shouldn't be this way. I shouldn't be feeling this. I should be feeling this way. Like you're creating these unrealistic expectations as a human being that are just completely detrimental. Like, you know, you just have to let them happen and heartbreak sucks. Like it sucks so much. And depression is as real as it gets. Mm -hmm. It is a true brain. um, I mean, chemical in, you know, chemical in your brain that is in balance. Like it is a real thing. And you just, you know, you have to really like hold yourself and just be like, I'm a human being. It is okay for me to feel these things. And I don't have to feel a hundred percent all the time i don't have to feel a hundred percent in this moment but you you can kind of find some peace in that and be like okay this hurts i'm uncomfortable i'm sad and that's okay i'm gonna let myself do that and then you watch it like a cloud as it passes by instead of trying to because what we resist persists so it's like the harder we want something to go away the harder it's going to come back because it's it's basically a messenger that's all emotions are anxiety the biggest messenger of them all it's basically calling you to heal that inner work that that deep inner thing that needs to be healed is when emotions arise it's it's a chance for you to grow more and that's what the these like strong importance of like just sitting in it and acceptance is like key yeah hell yeah i agree yeah Yeah. that was wild yeah, I mean, this is true. It's all true. You just got to let yourself feel the emotions. That's the biggest thing I learned. I can, yeah. You can't fight back against it. Can't mm-hmm. do anything about it. And they come in waves. Like, you'll feel all right one moment. Mm-hmm. You're like, damn, I got this. Like, oh, we're good. We're Gucci. And then, and then it hits you. Yep. It just and then you fall. And then you break. Yeah. And then everything is know. ugly. Was I get too dark? Oh, yeah. sorry. <laughs> was I getting too? Was I getting too? Um, yeah. Too deep into it. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's what I guess. You need your buddies to pull you out, like, and even the smallest thing. Like, oh, come hop, come hop on the game. I'm like, wow. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I appreciate it. I'm not getting on, but I do appreciate you asking me. I really do. Trust me, I do. <laughs> and then we're like, wow, look at Justin. He hates us. It's fine. And just, I don't know. I just, ah. Uh, when I really care about someone, I really care about someone, and yeah. But it is like I said, you just gotta feel like everybody said. You gotta feel the emotions. You just gotta let them go. You gotta go through it, and then you'll know when you'll feel all right when you start getting back to yourself and mm-hmm. not caring what somebody else thinks of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, exactly. That's, that's how it should that's be. The biggest thing. You, know, you just can't, can't care what people think. You'll get there. Yeah, yeah. Turns out. Easier said than done. Yeah, and I, I, I don't want to say I'm not afraid. If I get into another relationship, I would like to, like I said, y'all say I will. Y'all say the next person, plenty of fish in the sea. Yeah, but damn it, where's my fish right now? She's not. I, I doubt the person hey. I like who actually <laughs> listens to the podcast. Maybe she does. I don't know. Hey, you never but, know. Yeah, she, she might. I don't know. They follow me and all that stuff anyway um but the thing about it is that um you just gotta go through life man 
the ups, the downs, the twists and turns. It's just yeah. you gotta go through it. And depression is ass. It yeah. is. Mm-hmm. It is. I disagree. I mean, when you see, oh, I know. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I look. look. Yeah, I agree with that statement, and I kind of disagree. But I agree to the point is like it is, but you embrace that ass, like you, you just <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like it yeah. might suck, and shit might be going a little bit like twisty turny. But if I look outside and look at a tree and the wind blowing, I'm like, wow, exactly. nature. It's like it's like. Sometimes I take a moment to realize, and then and I'm sure everybody has these moments. It could be when you're driving or just laying there, and you're like, "Damn, I exist!" Like I'm, I I'm do really here. Thing. Like yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm driving. I'm a human being. I was born. I wasn't a fish or a dog. Like I was born a human, and I'm, I'm here doing like grew up. Like you know what I'm saying? It's just you yep. think about that, and you're like, "Wow, that's crazy." And I was talking to Christian because I said the word um, exist. We and Christian were talking earlier, and I said to him, because I am sad. No, I don't want to say I'm sad. I'm just not the happiest camper, like I said earlier, because, you know, I want a relationship person I like don't really don't know if they let me back. But I said, I want to do all this stuff. I want to try all these things that it feels like right now I'm all conservative and i'm not doing all this stuff like i as a lot of people know i haven't smoked weed before i haven't done like drunk anything really other than some champagne you know whatever wine cooler probably i don't know like but nothing heavy i haven't gotten a tattoo yet i haven't been out of the country yet i haven't been to a lot of places that i want to go I haven't been to Disney World for, for like I haven't, I haven't <laughs> yeah. been to Walt Disney World I haven't been to Universe I haven't been to I've done a lot of stuff and I just want to experience so I was talking to Chris I was like am I am I living or am I just existing because it's like I'm here I'm blessed to have this life I'm blessed to be alive but am I living life you know am I, like am I experiencing life the way that I want to experience it the way that I want to enjoy like just you know what I'm saying? The way mm-hmm. I see it, I'm like, damn, I'm not. It's just like to put it frankly, I'm not experiencing life the way, you know, mm-hmm. I would want to a little bit and just enjoying life and doing certain things that I want to do with certain people. So it's like, am I really just existing here? Or, you know, am I living and, or am you I know, existing? You know? Maybe for the moment you are. And that's okay because it's all, like I have it tattooed on my knee for Christ's sake. Like it's all about perception. Like it's all, you know, we're all these different beings living in the same reality, but mm-hmm. because we have consciousness and we have perception, we all have different realities, so to speak, but we're all on this same like material plane. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's why I said, I disagreed with this statement. I, I agree that life is hard and Lord have mercy. Do sometimes do I want to give up because it's like I this is so hard. Oh my god! But like you, it's all a mindset, you know. And I started to notice that I was like, you know, I I was waiting for external sources to make me feel some type of way. Like you said, like I want to travel. I want to do all these things. I want to live. But if you find the gratitude of what you're doing right now and realize that you still have plenty of time to do all the things you want to do, it's like you can find gra- like gratitude and peace in the moment, like where you're at today. 
And it's so hard to do sometimes it's, it's, you know, just like anything like Christian going to the gym, like it's a, it's a routine you have to practice every day. And I'm still even getting better at it with every day. But, you know, I kind of feel the same way earlier when we were talking about tattooing and stuff, Christian said, um, did you ever think about, you know, going back to school? Like, and, or if you didn't want to tattoo full time or whatever, like I had thought about wanting to be an interior designer. Like I am, oh my gosh, I love designing like rooms and houses and like that, that's my, my thing. Right. Mm -hmm. And you know, one day I really would like to do that. I would really like for someone to pay me to fill up their living room and design the whole thing. Like I would love to do that. But at the same time, like I know I don't need to do it right now, but one day I would like to do it. And you know, there's other little goals, like maybe have my own shop one day. And I really don't have a lot of life goals because I don't really see it as like an end goal. I kind of see it as like an idea. If I get to that idea one day, that would be great. That would be really cool. But at the same time, I'm learning to be kind of more present um, which I'm really bad at, <laughs> but I don't know. I'm, I'm just kind of turning inward is the best thing that you can do for yourself because the longer you search for an external source to make you, to fill your cup or to make you happy, you know, like we said earlier, the only thing in life that is certain is the uncertainty of life. And, you know, God forbid anything bad were to happen, but you know, we just don't know. So it's like the more you turn inward and the more you find gratitude for, you know, just the few people you might have around you. Like, honestly, I don't see a lot of my friends anymore. They're all working, you know, we're all adulting and doing our thing. And, but when we do get together, like I soak up every moment of it because like, I love to hang out with you guys. Even when we're on Xbox, like I get so excited because I'm like, Oh my gosh, everybody is finally in one chat room again. Like, (laughs) And poor David, he's working two jobs and doing the thing. But yeah, I don't know. You know, I just, I really, really hope that one day you, you will feel that way because I know you will like for both of you and for like anybody that may be listening and stuff, like just finding gratitude in the little things, even if it's something silly, like I am so grateful that the sun came out today or I'm so grateful that my mom told me she loved me today. Like, I'm so grateful that she's here, you know, like just super small little things that we take for granted every day. Mm. It can really change your mood over the course of even a month, two months, a year, whatever. But yeah, I agree. Literally everything, what you just said, like, <laughs> yeah, literally covered it all. that was good. Yeah. That was beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. You know, away from me, just got to go do it. You just got to do it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just a big thing. You got to do what you want to do. Yep. And because nobody's going to stop you unless it's yourself. And that is true. Um, there are things you want to achieve. Like, um, um, there are certain things uh, that people running around family will tell me. And it's kind of like, there's this lyric in the song everybody knows. Well, they should know. I love AJR. So they're my favorite group that make music. And he says in one of his songs, I think it's Next Up Forever. I think that's what the song is. He says, I got to go so much bigger so everybody's proud of me. And I kind of felt that 
so much because a lot of their music just explains how I feel. Mm-hmm. I felt that so much because I'm like, there are so many people and so many things that I want to do. Uh, I did not mean that. So many things. You get it, right? Yeah, we get it. We get it. Yeah. There's so many things I want to achieve because when I was younger, I used to tell people in school, it was like, you're going to, you know, see my name on the back of a jersey one day because I wanted to be a professional athlete and I wanted to play soccer professionally for Manchester United. Like, I, that's what I wanted to do. And I was like, if I don't do that, I'm going to be a, a sports analyst and be on ESPN um, and cover that and all that stuff or be a broadcaster for the NFL, um, NBA, one of them, uh, MLS or the Premier League. Like, I, I was going to do that. That's what I wanted to do and I had my plan set. And as I got older, I'm like, I'm going to make it and I know I am, and I trust and believe in that. And so I'm like, I put so many expectations on myself that I personally feel like I still have to achieve. Like, I told people, like, I want to buy my mother a house one day. That's a goal that I have that I want to achieve. Mm-hmm. Right now, it doesn't look the most likely that that goal will be achieved. But I'm continuing to believe in that goal because it's something that I truly want to do. And I said I was going to do it, so I'm, I have to do it. Yeah. And then I told people, like, with y'all... There are people, when I get there, I'm doing certain things for the people that were around me the whole time. I love them. Like, y'all, like I say, you get you want a car, you can get a car. You want mm-hmm. your tuition paid off, you get your tuition paid off. Because that's what I, that's who I am. Like, I want to be there for you. I'm not going to just go up and be like, ah, forget everybody. You know what I'm saying? Like, no. Mm-hmm. And there are people that I told that I don't even talk to anymore. When I was in high school, I said, yeah, when I get big, you either get your tuition paid off. Or you, you can choose to get a car, like either one. Mm-hmm. I said that to them. I don't care if I don't talk to them no more. I'm uh, I, when I, the way I was raised. Sometimes all a man has is his word, and so I'm going to get them that. And I remember who they are. I haven't forgotten about it. And it may seem like oh, that ain't you ain't gonna do it. But if once I get to that point, I'm going to do it because there's so many goals that I and pressure that I put on myself. So it honestly feels like that I have to, you know, that that's why I feel so down to myself now is because I know the expectations I have for myself and the pressures I put on myself to be great and be better and mm-hmm. to improve each and every day. And I'm kind of in that area and moment where I don't feel like I'm improving each and every day, I kind of feel stagnant. If I am improving, it's not by much, which is still improvement nonetheless, but it's not where I want it to be. So that's probably the one are two reasons that I feel the way I feel now. Right. And that's, and it, you know, that's natural. Yeah. And in three weeks, I might feel a whole different way. I might be happy. But I just try to, like you said, appreciate little things like yeah, games or with friends, you know, I try to appreciate it. You know, yeah, just and enjoy it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And we're wired to heal. You know, you you will never feel some way forever. Yeah. You, even if it's happiness, you know. You won't feel something forever. You will feel it here and there. Like you said, waves, you know, that's that's all that emotion and feeling yeah. is. And that's why new it's... Waves. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. New waves. Yeah. New waves, yes. Good one, but, guys. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. You can thank Justin yeah. for the dad joke, but... Yeah. Hey, y'all want kids? Speaking of kids, y'all want kids? Because I, I want some kids. Y'all gonna be some... No, you know, no, no, no. Uh, we are twenty. Why would it be now? 
no, 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 no. No. I mean, Not right now. The future, like yeah, y'all gonna be. I'm gonna let y'all know now. Y'all gonna be some aunties and uncles. Mm-hmm. Y'all, y'all gonna be there. Y'all getting the kids on a certain oh, day. Shit. Y'all gonna send them to. No, I ain't. <laughs> they could go play with Bright. I mean, of course, Bright to go way older. Yeah, they gonna be that cousin. And then uh, they got you, and then they, they coming to you, Chris. I don't know why you said they go to you. You know what they gonna call you? They gonna call me nothing. <laughs> Come on. They gonna call you Uncle Amadeus. Uncle Amadeus, or whatever. This is gonna be <laughs> no, no. Let me let my dad tell me about Amadeus Curry the Third all the time. Be like, yeah. Be like, who's Amadeus Curry the third? I'd be like, I don't know, I don't know. (laughs) Tell me. He was like, that's uh, he's long gone. He's long gone. But he was he was a great basketball player. Yes, the best uh, ever lived. I was (laughs) best ever, (laughs) the greatest of all time. Uh, You know, I'm good at basketball. Whatever. Y'all still got to do y'all one v one, right? Um, you you and uh, Kristen. One v one on yeah, what basketball? No, not on what y'all be gonna find a court. Y'all go one v one. Oh, hell, uh, <laughs> I ain't forget now. Yeah, Savannah's definitely gonna get it. Like, you no, you better get crossed up, Kirsten. No, Don't you come at me like that. All right, no, mm, I'm over you. Literally, Kirsten, you got some. <laughs> oh my gosh, you better hold Kirsten on. You got some muscle, and he just decided that he was like, Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I mean. You see, see, it was probably going to be before even the muscle. You know what I'm saying? Mm, and just that is disrespectful. Uh, put my whole hand in the goal, not the goal, the basket. <laughs> I think it's called a yeah. Never mind. Yeah, it's but, called yeah. a basket. Yeah. All right, guys, that'll be it for this episode. We do appreciate everybody that has listened, and uh, we always ask you to continue to support us and continue to help us. And we hope you have a great day. And uh, Savannah, you want to go ahead and shout out your Instagram or social media handles? (laughs) So, yeah, you can follow me on Instagram at sav.exe. It'll be like my profile is me. I'm wearing a beanie. And then it'll say Savannah Sins Tattoo Artist on there. And then um, from there, if you do live here, if you follow Justin and stuff, then I would be more than happy to tattoo. If you just DM me, we can come up with some ideas and kind of compromise on something and figure it out exactly so make sure you go check her out she's a great artist you can see all of her tattoos that she's done on her page obviously there's not gonna be every single one but most of them are on her page as you can see she has a wide variety that she's done and she's very talented if i had to say like i said earlier she's one of the most talented people that we know um oh, and very sure. appreciative to have her as a friend and a best friend so um chris you got anything to say um uh yeah, this is a great episode. Loved it. Uh, <laughs> great wise uh things to say, you know what I'm saying? We sound so adult, you know. So yeah, this is one of our more serious ones, yeah. Oh my yeah. god, yeah. Um and yeah, uh Savannah's a great touch artist. T- totally check her out. Uh mm-hmm. she will stab you multiple times. Uh- yeah, uh, with the needle. <laughs> Sorry, not with like an actual knife, but yeah. Um, and, um, yeah, Justin. Yeah, you'll 
<laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm gonna come get a tattoo sooner or later. Sooner yeah. or later, I'm probably tomorrow. Yep. You should. No. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, we appreciate it, and I think we have a new country again i think it's peru if i'm not mistaken um so if you are listening from peru we do appreciate it and i don't even think i shouted out all the other ones the philippines uh australia i think i said it out last episode um i can't remember the other ones off the top of my head but we do appreciate you listening 100%. We do appreciate it from everywhere. Again, we are on Spotify, Apple Podcast, um, Anchor, and everywhere podcasts are available. That's where we are. And without further ado, that'll be the end of this episode. So we'll see you next time. Bye. All right. Thank you. Bye. Bye.